I will bless the Lord at all times, at all times. His praise always on my lips. In the Lord my soul shall make its boast. The humble shall hear and be glad. You know, the basic promise of the Christian life is that when God is at the centre of our life, when we bless the Lord at all times, as the psalmist says, it's then that we enter into the shalom of God, the, the, the presence and the peace of God, and it's there that we find what we need to be truly happy and fruitful. The psalmist goes on, look towards him and be radiant. Let your faces not be abashed. The angel of the Lord is encamped around those who revere him to rescue them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He is happy who seeks refuge in him. The psalmist knew this truth from his own experience. huh? What we learn from the saints is that if we want to truly keep Jesus at the centre of our lives, then we need to be intentional about it. It doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen by just coming to church once a week. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, it also doesn't necessarily happen when we faithfully say our prayers every day. We need to be very purposeful, very intentional about how, what we are doing to, 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 to keep Jesus at the centre. It's not so much something that we do now and then. Uh, it's, it's more so a way of life. And, and again, we see that all, in all the saints, but in a particular way, we see it in our patron, St. Benedict. He was so committed to putting Christ front and centre of his life. So committed that, uh, of course, as you, you probably remember, he, um, after studying in the city, he, he decided to, to get out of the rat race and go and live in a cave for three years and really pursue Christ as um, before anything else. He lived for three years as a hermit and then sort of uh, word got out and uh, he was asked to help found some, you know, to support others who were living a similar kind of way of life. He ended up founding a number of, of um, monastic communities. Now that's one way you could do it. <laughs> go and find a cave maybe. Jeffrey's got a farm. You could go and stay at his farm for a while. Most of us, of course, are not called to follow the path that St. Benedict uh, took, but I'd want to suggest that we can all benefit from his rule. Probably know that um, he wrote a, a rule for um, those who lived in monastic communities, and, and uh, basically his rule, uh, it's, it's fairly simple. It, it, it sort of offers different principles that would enable those who lived in monasteries to, to live well, to flourish. Over the years, the church has recognised that these principles from St. Benedict are, are not just for monks, but they really apply to, to anyone who's, who's serious about being a disciple of Jesus. Um, and really at the heart of his rule um, is... Uh, it's, it's around helping people to find God in the ordinary circumstances of life. Right? 
I just wanted to draw out a few principles uh, from the rule of St Benedict uh, today, principles I think that very much apply to our life as well. Uh, a, key, a key principle was that of balance. St Benedict said that, that everything should be done in moderation. There should be something of everything but not too much of anything so that Christ can dominate in our minds and in our hearts. And he, he, he particularly spoke about this in the area of uh, prayer and work. Right? He spoke about that healthy uh, tension that's necessary in our lives. Um, prayer, particularly for um, his communities, um, should be centred on the word of God. And I want to suggest that's true for us too. Our prayer should, should be centred on God's word. We should keep coming back to, to the scriptures and, and, and allowing that to be our daily bread. Huh? Uh, prayer is where we, we obviously deepen in union with God, but it's also where we find the reason for our work. It's where we find our motivation for what we do in life. So he spoke about the, the importance of prayer, but, but he would also say that prayer should lead us to some kind of meaningful contribution in life. He was very strong about not being idle. And, and, and prayer, uh, work was the great equaliser. Everyone in the community would work, from the eldest to the youngest. doesn't matter how brilliant someone was in the community. I know I've spent some time up at Tarawara and we've got these incredible monks, some very learned, but they're out, they're sweeping the floors. Work is the great equaliser. Spoke about the important balance between prayer and work, and, and you, there should, you should not push any to an extreme. I know for me, the challenge is work, right? At the end of the day, I know I should finish by a certain time so I can go and have some more prayer and do my other things, but sometimes, oh, just an extra half an hour. <laughs> Let me just get this done and that done, right? For some, it might be the other, the other side. You might be praying too much, right? Too much idleness, right? Is that, you, yeah, I know, Jeffrey, I'm sorry. I know you love to pray, but, but uh, <laughs> I'm picking on you today, sorry. Um, but for some of us, we might be too idle. We might need to do a little bit more work, a bit more contribution, Prayer and work. Another uh, important principle in his communities uh, was, was the value of community in itself. And, um, you know, it's, it's a bit ironic, isn't it, because they were hermits. But yet he emphasised the importance of community. Uh, St. Benedict knew that our struggles with one another would help us to grow spiritually, Right? Uh, as we know, living with others help us to recognise our blind spots, our defences. You know, um, other people help to sort of round off our, our, <laughs> our edges a little bit. You talk about the importance of, 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 of being in a stable community. Another uh, key principle or a few principles of his were, were around stability and fidelity. Committing ourselves to a certain rhythm of life, a certain way of life, a consistent pattern. Um, perhaps uh, even um, kind of allowing a certain monotony to our life. Uh, allowing, you know, like a, 
even a boredom, we might say. And, 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 and also he would talk about stability, um, remaining committed, staying put where you are. You see, community is only beneficial when you actually commit to it. If it gets hard and then you just leave uh, or you distract yourself, it, it's not really, um, you know, it's not going to be fruitful. It's not going to, um, you're not going to find, get the dividends of, of that, of that of that community life. I think this is one of the great challenges for us. You see, in our day and age, we have the means to distract ourselves constantly, don't we? If something's hard, we can just escape. We go for a holiday. We move house. We move state. There are so many distractions. so easy for us to avoid what's difficult. But it's often that what is difficult that, that causes us to lean in to the Lord and to grow stability and fidelity, being regular, being routine, being committed, uh, allowing ourselves to just be bored sometimes. There is a cost. There is a cost. If we want to truly um, keep Jesus front and centre, Uh, There is a cost, as Peter said today. What about us? We've left everything and followed you. There there is a cost. Keeping Christ front and centre demands something of us. Sometimes it means we're going to have to say no to good things. Uh, Avoid the temptation to stimulate ourselves constantly. Deal with FOMO. You know, FOMO, fear of missing out, you know. There, There is a cost. But Jesus assures us that... The benefits far outweigh the costs. Everyone who leaves house, brother, sister, father, mother, children or land for my sake, in other words, anyone who keeps me front and centre will be repaid a hundred times over and also inherit eternal life. 